0: hey everybody welcome to the i know nothing about beer podcast this is part two of three of my mini series in a mini series uh where i talk to the little elm craft house guys um chase and todd uh this is part two and this is record this was recorded in uh, i think early february late january somewhere around there and um when all this COVID-19 stuff was a uh, little blip in most people's radars somewhere uh, they thought was happening in Japan. Anyways, um, I recorded a longer intro for episode one where I give a little more detail, but in general, these are two separate episodes that I was going to release. One as a like a teaser for episode, for season three covered up. Uh, that was supposed to be a, the, the episode previous to this one, and then I was going to release this one as kind of like one of the openings to season three, but that has been totally thrown out the window. So what I'm doing is I'm releasing three episodes based on these interviews. So first is the first interview that I recorded. Um, what you're listening to now, this is part two, and then a follow-up, and that's part three. So that's the episode after this. And I'm releasing them all together on the same date, Um, And so um, if you're looking for something that's more like what um, the I Know Nothing About Beer podcast was before everything, uh, you know, came to shelter in place, then uh, the first two episodes are much more of what my podcast was before season three, uh, before my like little series on hope. And then uh, the episode after this is here is um, is part of my series on hope um, where I talk to them, catch up on how the shop is doing, um, you know, and, uh, just kind of get to hear how those two guys are doing and how they're dealing with it, uh, all this as well. So, um, just letting you know, if you randomly clicked on this, this is part of a longer series. I hope that you take a listen to some of my other podcast episodes. Uh, but yeah, um, hope you are doing well wherever this podcast may find you. It is, uh, I'm recording this all in the same night. So, uh, April 6th, I've got a timestamp here and yeah. So please stay safe. Wash those hands for 20 seconds. Practice social distancing. Um, yeah. If you need someone to talk to you, um, you know, send me a message, Al, the brewer on Instagram, Twitter, Al, at gmail.com. I know nothing about beer.com. um, if you could, please write a little review. Let me know how I'm doing. Send me a message. Let me know how I'm doing. And then um, uh, over everything else, thank you for listening. I really appreciate you. Thank you for uh, the people that have written a review. I so appreciate the words. And um, I'm going to be honest. uh, This has been a, a, these intros have been a bit tough to do. Not because I'm like, uh, over doing these intros, but it very much, uh, it's been just weird to talk about all this stuff and to think about like having gone to Little Elm and now in my house, thinking about how I'm going to be working for home soon. So anyways, hope you're doing well. Thank you for listening. And uh, please, please, please support local, um, that brewery, that restaurant, please support local. Thank you. Cheers. Hello and welcome to the I Know Nothing About Beer podcast. How in the world are you doing out there in podcast land? Just to let you know, this is a part two to this episode. I am recording here at Little Elm Craft House uh, with Todd and Chase. Guys, how are you doing? Good. Great. Glad to be back. Yeah. Yeah. All, uh, what, ten minutes in between that we took to record. That was a long ten minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you had to refill a beer. Yes. I mean, come on now. Um, anyways, we are back. I'm still, I want to say back, but I'm actually still here at Little um, here. Craft House. Um, great little spot. I'm loving this. You guys got, what, how many beers on tap? 30 some odd? 30, yeah. Okay. 30
1: beers, a uh, couple ciders.
0: Okay. And then you also have wine as well, not on tap, but in bottles. We yeah, do, actually, yeah, that's, uh, and we'd local like to winery. we'd
1: like to get into that a little bit if you give us a second. That we really support mm-hmm. only one winery in the area, Fortunata Winery. Okay, um, they're literally ten miles from here. Okay, and there it's a fabulous place. If you, I mean that's where you go on date night. It's beautiful. Gotcha. Uh, beautiful setting out there, and it's uh, just a great place. You can go out there and order a bottle of wine, and they bring cheese boards. Oh, and cool. They have they have craft Pizza on Friday, Saturday night, just a, like a hidden gem right here in okay. Aubrey, in Yeah, Aubrey, I didn't Texas. know that there was one yeah. this close. Oh, it's beautiful, it's beautiful. man. It's yeah. a beautiful place.
0: Okay, gotcha. No, uh, my wife and I, we uh, used to go wine tasting. Okay, I'm going to say, there's a, um, a PK line in our relationship, pre-kids and then oh, yeah. post-kids. Oh. Pre-kids... We were living in Southern California and going wine tasting about once a quarter out in Los Alivos, Santillanez. We did a, a yearly wine trip, and we were not that uh, fancy-schmancy, hoity-toity, or rich. But we knew how to work the system because I worked for places, so you would get the industry discount, which yeah. is, I think, the greatest thing that no one knows about ever. In you know, I, I love that there's such a thing as an industry discount. Right. That's, oh, man. Yeah, I love that. Industry night. Industry night, yeah. man. Oh, those are spo- Those are fun. Um, Okay, so we're going to go into part two. So part one, we really got to know you guys really well uh, and got to know your own backstories into beer, how craft Elm House came about. Um, And so we're going to not focus on that part so much because if you're wanting to know more about um, these guys, histories into beer and all of that, listen to part one. Um, Because today I want to jump into this, uh, something that I don't think we get to, that I know I haven't talked about on the podcast yet because i haven't had someone that owns a craft beer bar on the podcast um and that is uh the behind the scenes of a craft beer shop because i know them and i've talked a little bit about them but uh todd i mean you own the place um there's a lot that goes on behind the behind the the taps i'll say uh there's several curtains that i think people have in front of them when they think about owning a craft beer bar right right. i'm guessing
1: oh absolutely
0: yeah uh, what would be the, have you had anybody go like, man, you must love owning a craft beer bar because of this. And you're like, well, yes, but. Yes. Because I would think oh, the first absolutely. thing that people would think about is like the free beer. Oh, my beer. God. Yeah.
1: You own your own bar. This is awesome. This is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I, I, That's what I've always wanted to do. And I, I was that guy mm-hmm. until I actually got into it. And, and then I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. This is harder than my regular job. I don't know. How I, what's, <laughs> what's the most surprising thing
0: what do we say? with the most surprising thing about owning a craft beer bar?
1: Surprising thing. Surprising what was the thing that you
0: were thing. like? Oh, this did not think about that.
1: Oh, there's a, so many of them, man. I, I, Shoot them I, I, off. Uh, one is the the uh, the the rotating inventory and the never ending mm. line of. Distributors and reps and everybody that hit you nonstop. And then, mm. we, and then, I mean, from the typical owning a business standpoint, yep. the the line of everybody that has something that can make your life easier <laughs> line. <laughs> that, <laughs> they come in nonstop. They still do. Five years later, and there's somebody walking in telling you, hey, like, we can do this, and we can do this better. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's easier. And then I think... I think the, the thing about managing your inventory, because, mm-hmm. you know, obviously beer kegs are not cheap. Mm-hmm. And they will sell you until you don't have a penny left. <laughs> mm-hmm. They will. Everybody wants to sell you all their beer, and they're all great. And it kind of gets into what we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. So there is an app out there that we use religiously. Mm-hmm. The breweries hate it, love it or hate it. I mean, it rates beer by consumers. Yeah, untapped. So, yeah, yeah, untapped, and we use it. And I mm. look at that, and they say, oh, you got to try this. Well, if there's only 25 ratings on the beer, 4.0 rating, that looks great initially, but 25 people, that's everybody at the brewery and some of their family members. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't give a really true indication of what if it's really a great beer. So you might say, you know what, I'm going to wait a couple weeks and uh-huh. see – some when you start getting into the hundreds of ratings, see what it how it rates because, gotcha. you know, it's a thing about you want to put on the best product for everybody. Yeah, yeah, not just any product or every product, and and how this market is evolving so much since we first opened. You know, there's so mm-hmm. many breweries out there, and and unfortunately, not all of them are great. A lot of them are. It doesn't mean if they're big or small, they're they're better or worse. Some small breweries make great beer, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. what we try to get into.
0: Gotcha we gotcha. just
1: can't take everybody's beer and in every style.
0: And I want to get back to the word you use product because I think that's a word that not a lot of people once I, I think a lot of people think of beer as like beer and there's like the shiny like little like brass that you get to shine on that says oh right. it's a beer but then there's also the idea of it being a product. I want to get to that in a little bit. Okay. Uh, Chase, so is this your first craft beer job? Yeah. Okay. So is there anything <laughs> that was like you're like I like that uh, again, you were like, "Oh, it's going to be this," and then you're like, "Oh, wait, it's actually a little more like this." Um, Any expectations that you were li- that either were either missed or changed, or that you just had to throw out altogether?
2: Honestly, I, this was the first service job I've ever done. Really? Yes. Wow. I've never done. I've never okay. done waitering or whatever. Mm. Um, but Todd did tell me I would be a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll never forget he it, goes like oh you're, you're gonna hear people's life stories, stories and this yep. and that but I mean so I, I was expecting a little bit of that but it, it does happen an awful lot he, he's
1: good interacting with the people and, it, and that's obviously mm-hmm. success of the service industry is you have to be good with people mm-hmm. you know not of, not all of them are your best customers and mm-hmm. oh, your, yeah. I I you know some that you are. don't love all of them but you know everybody is welcome yeah and uh and everybody has their kind of added, they're, you know, they're, they're good. Not all of them are bad. No, but most uh, of them are good. Yeah, but, but I, Chase's Chase's beer uh, knowledge is what we really had to work on initially. Was that <laughs> yeah, Chase <laughs> like? No, it was the glasses. I always poured them in the wrong. Glasses. That's right. Yeah, you poured
0: things in the wrong glass. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: he didn't think. Yeah, they could have all been in a. Mm. Uh, one of those, those plastic cups. Uh, the, solo yeah, cup. the Solo, yeah. He'd have poured everything in a solo cup. Um, but yeah, we got into the different styles and different beers and, mm-hmm. you know, and you want to know a little bit about, you know, people aren't expecting you to know everything mm-hmm. and they really don't want to hear everything. No. Now, I, I learned more probably about beer from people sitting on the other side of the bar mm-hmm. that were home brewers that have yeah. a lot of experience in that. Yeah. And they would assume because I opened a craft beer bar that, I had equally as, as much knowledge. Mm-hmm. And I would quickly tell them I didn't have that. I've never brewed. I've never had that much knowledge in it. But I was interested in the process, right? Mm-hmm. The masher and the fermenters and everything that goes into that. Mm. And I've got a, quite a few explanations of how all that works. Gotcha. And, um, but the difference you know, between a Kolsch and a Saison and a goes. And a sour and, uh, you know, a porter and a stout and a pilsner and a lager. And all those different styles of beers mm-hmm. are are kind of the background, the foundation of the craft beer industry. So mm-hmm. people are out there looking for the style that's their favorite.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and people look on the board, they'll say, what's a gozy? Mm-hmm.
0: Goose. You know? Yeah. A goose. No. So what is that? Because well, you have the goza and then the goose. Yeah, the goose. Well.
1: Yeah, the G-U-E-Z-E. Yeah, yes. and then the G O, S C. Yes. Yeah, and you have to know a little bit of different. No. <laughs> Please don't put Chase on the spot now and ask him <laughs> the difference. But you you try to like explain to the person it's gonna mm-hmm. a goes a G O S C that hey it's going to be a little tart and it's going to be salty. That's mm-hmm. kind of the key to that. Mm-hmm. Or or a hefeweissen that's going to be you know heavy in the banana and cloves and mm-hmm. that's a German
0: style and
1: yep and you know, and it's a learning process for everyone on both sides of the bar
0: Gotcha. gotcha gotcha and and so so okay, first beer job I gotta kind of get into this now like okay, so first beer job, first service industry job that's that, have you felt your learning curve? have you felt it like are you are oh, you like just, God, yeah were you like you know uh were did you feel like you swam or did you sink?
2: Oh, I swam I'm a swimmer. <laughs>
0: You say that with such confidence. If if yeah. no one could tell that yeah. over the over the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Oh I swim. I swim. I had it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. I do the backstroke. No um no, just like like I was telling you in the last episode was uh we had someone explain different beers to us and whatnot. But um coming here, actually being behind the bar, learning mm-hmm. some stuff from Todd, uh my education and my knowledge for beer has increased a lot. Hmm. Obviously, we'll never know, like, everything, obviously. Because yeah, yeah. there's just so much new stuff coming out. But yep. um, I do know the difference between a porter, a stout, and a sour. <laughs> That's good. Because if you know, know the difference <laughs> between a porter and a stout, that, yeah.
0: I mean, there's people that are going to argue with you on that one, too. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we've yeah. had
1: fun competitions in here where we'll put, like, four – Blind unknown tassings. beers on there, blind yeah. tastings. And and we, we did the Bird in the Box that? Challenge. Yeah, the Bird in the Box <laughs> Challenge blindfolded. Yeah. yeah. And one guy came in here, got all four of them.
0: That's awesome. That is awesome. It's very tough. a crazy one. It's very, very I tough. I was
1: putting some stuff in front of him, like a blonde ale or a, a pale ale, a blonde ale, a, a lager, and a pill And he got them all right. That's, so that's, that's tough. Yeah, that's really tough. I mean, you put a sour and a stout and and You IPA might be able to get those, yeah. You get those. yeah. You put some similar beers. But I think it's important that, like, I've had three kids, three, one, two, three, yeah, four four kids of my kids work here. Mm-hmm. And and I encourage them to at least taste the different styles so that when somebody comes in and says, um, what is this, they can say, well, it's going to be, you know, at least the mm-hmm. basic, you know. Yeah. It's going to be a little tart, sweet, heavy enough fruit or dry or salty or it's going to be a rich roasted full-bodied you know yeah, yeah and so it's important that they at least know the minimum
2: and that's what really helped me too is on my shifts whatever we get in new that's what i would try
0: hmm.
2: whether i knew i was going to like it or not but you was, at least knew you had an idea yeah, of it yeah and you can relay that to the person coming in gotcha gotcha so that's another learning thing that i used or a tool
0: have you guys uh, ever pursued any of the like the Cicerone program? Do you know what I'm talking about?
2: Yes, I've taken it. You have taken it? You've taken it? Yes. Oh,
0: well, you've done the like the certified beer server. Certified
1: beer server, and then the uh, next level up from that.
0: Oh, so you're you're a Cicerone. So,
1: well, there was a there was a I, there's a certified beer there was server. There were two initial ones, and they had a more complicated one that I didn't take, but I think I took the first two initial ones.
0: Did you do any blind tasting?
1: no tasting. Okay, so tonight.
0: that so the first level is the, the certified beer server and that's an online test.
1: Okay, yeah, I did that. Okay. And yeah, I I, think the, I did one other
0: the next one is that you actually sign up for a test, you're sitting down, they give you three beers, you blind okay well that's those. changed then That's okay. changed over okay, the Okay,
2: years. okay, gotcha. That was like 20 years ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, because <laughs> no, I'm like number like 1876 like i I got my sister on like a long time my my certified beer server a long time ago, um, and so things might have changed since i I've, I've tried to keep up with it, but
1: and they, I think there was a there's a different site too that you go to than when I, what I used to
0: okay signed in at because I know so. they added a it was level one through three now it's level one through four right yeah Dang.
1: and there's yeah and there's actual school in Chicago that you go to yeah
0: yeah yeah that's that's on my list of that's my bucket list to get my to at least get the certified Cicerone if I can get a if I can get uh, up to level I mean if I'd love to get to level three of the five four um, that would be amazing um, level two is probably a, a a stretch for me level one's a stretch but level two would be a a big stretch yeah 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 um so let's get back to beer. i know we have beers this nice shiny brass like label that we we look at and think about but then there's also this fun business side where it we talk about as product as you were saying before because that's a whole different way to look at it because yes um there are breweries that have made amazing beers um, and then breweries that you go kind of like, how did you, how are you succeeding? Um, and then you have breweries like, uh, I feel so bad, like collective closed down and they were my favorite that, yeah. brewery in the DFW area. Uh, I don't know what happened. I don't even have like rumors of what happened. I just know that I checked Facebook one day and my buddy was like, Hey, you know, that place we met just closed down. I was like, wait, what? And collective was gone. Yeah. Um, so I think there is, I mean, I, but there, uh, not even, I think that there is this whole beer as a product and that's owning a beer bar you've got to look at it in that way as well not just the shiny like
1: like any other business yeah you know you you anticipate you're going to make this much and your uh cost of your building is going to be this much and then you double that in Mm -hmm. reality and then you expect you're going to sell this much and you think then you cut that in half yeah you know, so that's kind of what you run into. That's the reality of it at the end mm-hmm. is that it's more expensive and your sales are going to be less. Hmm. You never know. It, you might have something you, on there. You, that... Yeah, and you can't, and you, it's tough to gauge. I swear, when I when I think we're going to be slammed, it'll be a slow, slow night. day. And when I think it's going to be slow, it's going to be a busy day. Yep. So it's, it's so hard to gauge in a, in a community that's, you don't know what's going on outside of there, and how, you know, you just you just don't know. Mm. It, a lot of times, and that's why we do a lot of events to get people in and yeah. and kind of, you know, uh, I would say uh, try to make up for the for, for the lack <coughs> excuse me lack, no, no. Of, lack of sales you might get. Yeah. Um, but I think. Uh, when it when it when you look at overall success of a business it's always going to be about your customers mm-hmm. and the more you get in and the more friends they tell and and we do tons of social media and but all that is only as good until you get them in the door. Yeah. And once yeah. they come in the door then then we I think at that point we do pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, we, do we do pretty good once they come
0: in. Yeah. Um, okay, so let me ask you some questions that, I'm, I, I, that I have thought about um, that before I worked at a, a place um, that I was like, okay, how do they do this? So you guys got 30 taps uh, here. You can check them out on uh, Digital Pour. Digital Pour It's app, a fun right? app. It's a great app. Yeah. Um, awesome. I love that you can tell how much is left in the barrel. And the prices. And the prices, everything. servings. And then there's always that fun flashing red keg. That shows yes. you like it's gonna be out. It's and gonna be out. That's yeah. the wild card to me. That's really fun. Yeah.
1: Do I go down there to fill up a growler or not? Yeah. And
0: I've and like when when I was working at a place, we just had to know it offhand. So we were pouring, we were pouring. We're like, ah, that's gonna blow soon, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. gonna blow soon. Yeah. And we always kind of like a number fifty-four is gonna blow. Okay, all right, you know. Um, but, um, one of the I think one of the most basic questions, uh, but one that I've. Uh, that I love hearing about is how do you choose what to put on next? So tap number 15 blows, down and gone. How do you choose what goes on next?
1: So what I try to do is it's so complicated and you'll find out quickly. Mm -hmm. If you just throw anything on, then you're going to find out in a week that all of a sudden you're maybe IPA heavy Mm -hmm. or you're stout heavy. Or you're so, so what I try to do mm-hmm. is when I blow a certain keg, mm-hmm. uh, I try to put a similar style on that line. Mm-hmm. So if if I, you know, if an IPA kicks, then we'll say put on another IPA. Gotcha. If a double IPA kicks, try to put on another double IPA. If a stout, mm-hmm. you know, along that, you know, you can put a porter on with a stout and follow it up with that. Yeah. But that's wh- how I try to maintain. The consistency of not overloading my menu with one style of beer or gotcha. not enough of the other.
0: Do you have set taps of like one through such and such are IPAs generally and this or this is, uh, you know. No. No. Okay.
1: No. It's all over the board. Okay. Um, gotcha. And, and I think one thing I would like to say is that um, I did this, like a lot of places will use the distributor mm-hmm. to come in and set up a lot of their systems. And then they're kinda in the back pocket of that distributor to put on beers, say, lines one through ten of yeah. that distributor only. And I'm completely independent. Okay, so. and,
0: and let me let me let me break that down just a little bit because again, there's people that might not know this. Distributor meaning the people that sell you the beer. Right. Because you don't really get to buy beer straight from the brewery. It's not all there not, are several, there are several self,
1: yeah self distributing
0: yes but and but in general most tap houses most beer places have Uh, portfolios from distributors, and then they try to come and say, hey, we want to sell you this, 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 this. And they'll make it really easy and say, you don't even have to, like, change, clean the keg lines. We'll take care of five through ten as long as they're only our beers. Right. Yes. And And so that's very tempting because that's less work on your part. Yes. But it's also very controlling because then you can only have those beers on, which puts you into a position of, like, having to have those beers on.
1: Yes. And, you know, looking back at it, that would have been a lot easier. Mm Mm-hmm. But easier always isn't better for the consumer, in mm-hmm. a sense. Because now
0: that the tap five through ten are whatever are you want to Are owned on. by
1: the distributor, basically. And, oh, yeah. and, yes. And then yes. you say, you they give you... The one thing that I would like to clarify with everybody around mm-hmm. listening to this in the DFW area mm-hmm. is that we all have the same menus. You know, we work off of the Generally, same menu yeah. sheets. Yeah. So, I mean, we're ordering from the same thing. We're just... Picking different selections from mm-hmm. that one menu because Texas is uh, pretty stringent on what beers come into the state, what beers are allowable, yeah. what can get to who. Now we've run into some problems where beers, uh, distributor or, or breweries, will only go into Dallas and won't go any further than, say, the 121 line or something. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, we've ran into that occasionally, but not not too frequently, but. Um, the thing is, we're all working off the same list. We're ordering, we're ordering beers uh, mm-hmm. from people, but yeah, in in our case, um, we're completely independent, no distributors. I don't yep. have to. Have, I mean, I cannot do a distributor. I can, you know, they don't own any of my tap lines.
0: That's cool. Gotcha. Very nice. Very nice. So okay, other things. Um, we hear a lot about clean tap lines. How often do you guys clean your taps? We clean
1: them every two weeks. We come in. Very chase. nice. <laughs> we pull off this studio. That's the picture I want to send out with so. all the faucets off the wall <laughs> laid out across the bar. Yep. And. Oh, so you do a full straight two every two weeks, everything gets cleaned up? N- uh, well, not the faucets. Okay. We'll come in and clean the lines every two weeks. Okay. About once a month, we pull off all the faucets. Every two months, we do acid cleaning gotcha. with everything. And then. Between every beer, we are cleaning clean with a with, uh, no-rinse solution. Yeah.
0: Gotcha. Okay, so, Chase, real quick, an just acid it. cleaning. Please explain what an acid cleaning is, because I'm very sure there's someone that just went like, wait, what are they doing at that brewery or at that tap house? What is an acid clean?
2: Well, I don't know what the acid is, but... It's a caustic cleaner. It's but, a caustic... Uh, it, I know it consists of me sitting with a pitcher... <laughs> I'm pulling the tap open, and Todd's banging on the wall.
0: <laughs> so, so an acid cleaner is something that is so caustic that it literally eats away everything yeah. inside the line. So you don't get what's called beer stone. Right. So right. your lines Which is don't. is important. Because yes, because that's bad. We
2: were actually talking to um, Texas Ale Project. They were here the other day, and they'll get bad ratings mm-hmm. on again dirty lines. On, yeah, uh, untapped and yeah. he's like a lot of the times is a lot of the time it's bad lines yeah dirty cl- so yeah
0: you got to keep those lines clean yeah so and you guys are doing a short draw as well
1: yeah yeah it, which makes it a little easier
0: short draw meaning that the distance from tap to keg is a short distance whereas if you go to a place like a um, say giant place with super loud music and a lot of people, you might have kegs that are literally in, a bar in, the, in the, basement, the middle of the room. Yeah, yeah and then are the, in the basement, and they've got a, a two hundred line foot line draft, right. to bring up the beer. Yeah. yeah, right.
1: And those are, those have. That's to be a long to drive. Yeah. No, that's a long line. Yeah,
2: but, yeah. That, but that's why we clean our lines, because you don't want the last keg still and some floaties coming yeah. in your beer. You know. No,
0: I I was I once had a beer and I I uh, was uh, tasting it, and I went. Is this a chili beer? And I went to the, the and that was a place I oh, love they and I was there. like, I was like, is this a chili beer? I was like, no. And I tried it again. I'm like, I'm sticking with chili beer. This has got some spice to it. And they had had uh sculpin habanero on it beforehand. Yes. And the guy comes back up and it's like mmm, and he starts cussing out the beer <laughs> line, and he goes back there, and then I see him take off the tap and he's running things through again. And yeah. I'm like,
1: Oh man, that sucks. That's happened to us. and right, we learned that was one of the lessons we learned. Mm. We same beer, Sculpin Habanero, and the, the other one does it is the um, the hamperer from New Belgium. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, the okay. weed. Yeah, the, the weed beer. The weed, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the, the yeah. CBD hemp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And okay. so you would you would flush it, and then and your next keg on there would would taste taste you like smell it. it. You're, You're like, smell look, it. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, you could either smell <laughs> the hemp or you could like, Oh my god, how smell do I smell this get, never right? gets out. Yeah, and you would and you would In uh, any run form. the run the, <laughs> the beer cleaner through it, yeah. then and then that wouldn't work, and then you run the acid through it, and that wouldn't work, and finally uh you replace the line. You so you're like, no the line. Or, you're like no more hamperer. You're like no, no, no. And, and I'll never get and, and yeah, for those of you out there listening I'll never get another half barrel of any chili beer or any <laughs> hemp beer ever. It's all Slim. It's done. And it, you got to go it's fast. Done. Yeah.
0: It's done. Yeah. 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 No, I get that. Um, so what are the things that... Uh, I'll say this. What are the things you wish people knew about what you do? Because I think that a lot of people I, I idolize the idea of the bar owner or behind the bar. And I've been that guy then I was the guy behind the bar and then I was like oh yeah, it's a lot of fun but there's a this and this and this and is this. what are the things that you're like man i wish people knew that there was this about this about owning a place or this about working at a, a tap house
1: oh uh, i think well f- from my perspective of owning one is that you know you're you're a member of the community and you're mm. a member of the business community and you're you your goal is trying to be a uh familiar and a a an ingratiated member of the community. Hmm. So you're not only just here serving beers, but you're helping out at the uh, local, uh, like our uh, love packs. We're doing local charity stuff. Mm-hmm. We do a lot for the town of Little Elm, and we're involved in Little Elm, and Little Elm's mm-hmm. proud of us, and they nice. put us on their map, and they're they're glad we're here, and yeah. and we like to have that relationship. You know, when it gets to the point where we become a source of problems with the town of Little Elm, then. Mm-hmm. That would be something we'd have to deal with, but we don't. We don't have that now, and we if, never would be. And if our If ever that happens, there's so a different. lot
0: near my house in Haltom City that is open and has been open that you guys are more than welcome to move into. Just yeah, letting yeah. you know. Oh, great, great. <laughs> if somehow Little Elm doesn't work out anymore, Haltom City. Haltom City Craft House right. sounds really good too. Just letting and you it know. It does have a little ring to it. it and does. you know what? It's, it's closer Haltom to City the stockyards. House. It does. It's way oh, closer it is. to the stockyards. I love yeah, the stockyards. You love that. Yeah. How about you, man? Chase. What is it? The, is there anything that you're like, man? I wish people knew this about uh, serving beer, slinging beer, doing all the things you do back here.
2: I would have to say, just obviously the community ties that we have, mm-hmm. um, but the regulars that come in all the time support us. Mm. Um, that's that's huge. Mm. That's, uh, uh
1: I think also. And I'll just add to what Chase is kind of saying is that we're a big veteran supporting uh, yes. company. We're veteran cool. owned. Mm-hmm. Um, we support the veterans, and we're we're always here. And we're we're not just slinging beers and handing out. We're we're guys. We're your neighbor, man. We're the mm-hmm. guy that can talk to you. That yeah you know, yeah that you can sit and have a beer and and say what's going on, and we listen to you and. It's just, uh, I think we're st- kind of still like the Cheers Bar, hmm. you know. We we recognize you, we know you, we're glad to see you. You know, it's it's just uh, and we, and it's kind of a cool place. Mm. Yeah,
2: we've created friendships between the people that come here. Yeah, right. I mean, I've met people. After we, you know, we we're on the lake here, and we've met a couple of people that have boats, and mm-hmm. we've gone out. Yeah, you've been and, boating with them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've gone boating together. It's just, it's a that's I think that's what makes it a little bit more special than. Gotcha. Just an average. Yeah, just a,
1: like a retail joint.
0: Um, I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way. One of the things that I did not realize about until I started working behind the bar was that you're always working when people want to be drinking, which is exactly right. when you don't want to be working. Yeah. Right. right yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's an exactly. that constant problem that I have. When, when, when <laughs> I f- so when I first got married, I'll, I'll never forget this. I was about six months into being married, and my wife looked at me and you said, you have too much energy. You need a second job. Go do something else, whatever it is. Find another job because it was she. Because I like coming home on Friday <laughs> my wife's night. My, on yes, my shoulder yes. Right and now, I just gotta like. Uh-huh. She's like you could. No, I heard taught. it. Yeah. I heard the laugh. That's okay. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that in because I remember it was a Friday night. I was like, babe, let's go do something. Like we got this place down the street. We got this place, and she looked at me. She's in her pajamas. She goes, no, no like like this is I'm, pre-kid I'm done. right it was just pre yeah now even more so like <laughs> now i'm like no way man i ain't going out to sling beer no um i've got a job i'm good for right now this is about as much as i can be in the beer community uh but she was she was she was literally like you have too much energy go and then i found out working i was like oh i'm out thursday night friday night saturday night and then even sometimes sundays mm. and then it was like Oh yeah, I can't hang out until we close, and we have that. Oh, what's her name is here, and we're not leaving anytime soon because she always comes in <laughs> oh, five it, minutes before yes. close, and oh, then brings her four friends, yeah. and then they all like go like, oh, we just want a little something, and then it's. And I'm not mean to like oh. make it like just like like make it so feminine, but there was just one lady that would come in with her three girlfriends. And they would come in, and they would all order like the like a half pour of wine, and they would say for a half hour. And we were like, "It is closed. Yes. We've closed. Oh, yeah. We yeah. all have those people.
2: Our, light, our TVs are no, off. Yeah, yeah like you our can't. digital yeah. screens off. Yeah. Oh, can d- I get another? Oh. oh, oh. No, no, no. But oh, this was. Yeah. This
0: was. They would. They knew she yeah, knew when knew it closed. they right. oh. will come right in. Oh, I was yeah. so mad. Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: we've done that with it. People will come in ten minutes before closing, and they'll look on the board and they'll order one. No problem. Uh-huh. And then the board will actually, because it's digital, it'll actually close it. Our it's, closing li- it's like time done. Close. You won't be able mm-hmm. to see what's on the menu. Yeah. And then because it's on the phone, they'll look on the phone and
2: say, Oh, yeah. hey, <laughs> hey, hey, you <laughs> still got 13. Hey, can can I got yeah. another. One on like, damn. Yeah. Digital port. If you can yeah, follow, <laughs> <laughs> like, if you can do a, this, yeah, yeah. yeah. we're <laughs> shut actually off close, shut but You need
0: be, to shut off go go for like an hour after closing time and then start up. That's all right. It's
1: fun, though. It yeah, is. it's fun. That's good. Spent many a late, late night. Oh no, this no here this, after closing with oh. customers and oh that yeah. No,
0: this lady and her friends they would come in and it was it was, she she had, so let me preface this by saying the place this was at Wade's and we had this this other winery slash place that was opened up much later than our place, and so people would know that our place closed at nine, which I loved. I loved that Wade's yeah. closed at nine. And that by 10 o'clock, I was home, generally. 9.30, 10 right. o'clock, I was home. I was done. And I like that. But she would come in at 8.50. And she had the biggest crush on the youngest guy on the team. He was like 21 in a day. And she would come in and like, be all flirty with him. And Oh, we had so much fun with him. Poor Brandon. Brandon, if you're listening to this, I love you, man. <laughs> I, I, we, we kinda, it, was, it was just so much fun to watch this lady. Like, just love on Brandon. It was so How fun. How old was she? Ballpark. Oh man, she's thirties.
2: I'm thinking forties, maybe.
0: So there's this one wine <laughs> called Rombauer, Rombauer shard and we called it the Cougar Juice. Cougar Ooh, Juice. She's a wow. she was she a cougar. And all her friends would go rounds of the Cougar Juice, and then uh-huh. this other place that was down the street that she would come from, we called the Cougar Park. It was just, yeah, and it was just, we just knew, like, they would come from here. Hey, what's the name of that place? <laughs> Is that nearby? Dude, they go Wait, for I'm young not, guys. I'm, they yeah, go for young guys. young guys. Yeah, remember, 21 in a <laughs> That's day. Right, well, if they oh. fail, then I'm there.
1: <laughs>
0: and, uh, man, oh, they, oh, I would, I, oh man, we, she'd come in, and we'd all be like, oh, and then I could see Brandon like, I'll wash dishes, and he was like, like he was so excited <laughs> to wash dishes, there. yeah.
2: No one wants to wash no. dishes. Nobody wants. Oh, does. man.
0: Also, I never knew my hands could be that chapped.
2: Oh, From yeah. all the water yeah, the and sanitizer. Uh, sanitizer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. too.
0: I would also come home. I was, <laughs> I remember my wife would, I was, especially when I first started working, she would come home and be like, You've been drinking? Like, I mean, I had a, a sip or two, but that's about it. And then I would take off my shirt, and this morning I could just smell all the beer that it like spilled or come from like a, oh, yeah. a a blown keg or something that gets all over you and you're like oh yeah that's, that that is part of working at a at a beer place or yeah if it, yeah. Uh, wait until
1: you wait until you fill your washer with bar towels Oh. And, oh yeah uh, No yeah. I do Thank know, you know that very much yeah. Yeah. Now my uh, washing machine yeah. smells yeah, like listen beer Listen to that Yeah <laughs> no <laughs> Conversation <laughs> after that <laughs> The next load of, Yeah thanks
2: Yeah Dude, you, I, go dude to, I go to wife, and and I to work and I smell like beer put <laughs> all the bar I, I
0: see I, I saw an adamant uh, nod Yeah, yeah. Of, I will say well, from your wife Yeah yes. yeah
2: She did wash the towels I just add a lot of bleach
1: man Add a lot of bleach a gallon. It just needs to be at yeah. the whites next
0: with all the bleach and all the oxy yeah. and all that other fun jazz. Um, yeah. Um, so let me see here. So I think the other thing, and we'll we'll make this kind of our closing kind of comments, questions, and all that other fun jazz. Say someone wants to work behind the bar, um, what would be the uh, the advice that you would give them? Oh man, that
1: is that's actually
0: What's an the easy advice
1: question. You, you gave me. Because, um, well, we lowered our standards a little bit. Oh, God. <laughs> oh cool. Thanks. <laughs> but I just like Chase, so we had to bring oh, him yeah, on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But literally, I think we did a premier job initially hmm. with doing this, and I will, think, I will um, tell you that I watched a lot of episodes of Bar Rescue. Really? Before I open mm. now, I don't personally like the guy. The guy is an asshole, <laughs> but Dude, he's you- got great information. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I listened to oh. some of that information, and he he wrote a book that I read, mm-hmm. and it you taught- read a book? I did. It's one of book- a few ones. Prove it. <laughs> okay. Um, well, look out there. He wrote a book, and uh, mm-hmm. it talked about hiring people. Mm-hmm. And it talked about what you're looking for. And instead of, like, we all know what resumes look like. Mm-hmm. Everybody's great, right? Save the world uh, type resumes, and that you got to have that guy. It's awesome. But in reality, it, it is what it is. So we'd bring him in, and we, we had the interview room over here, and we brought him in. And we interviewed them, and some people, like anybody, where you just hit it off. They're mm-hmm. very outgoing. They like to talk to people. They're they're just you can tell in a conversation like this, I could be a friend with this guy, you know, this mm-hmm. or a gal. It, yeah. Either way, it's like they were fun. They were enjoyable, and they would be great behind the bar. And we'll work on their beer knowledge. And so we offer incentives mm-hmm. to, to to take some of those cicerone classes. Oh,
0: that's awesome. Yeah,
1: pay incentives. You know, so yeah. so we would get people that one. I hired a girl. One of my first employee, um, Alexis. If you're out there, uh, hired her and she worked here for nearly two years, mm-hmm. and she was great, man. She she was from the Colorado Fort Collins area. Mm-hmm. She knew craft beer. She was great. Uh, interpersonal skills. She was wonderful, and it turns in. They turn into like family members. Yeah, and it, it doesn't take long to realize. And we're a small place, so we don't have, you know, twenty or thirty people working here. We have what, six? Seven, gotcha. six, seven. 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 Yeah. yeah. So we get close to every one of them, and that that to me is the key. And hmm. you can, and you can talk to someone, and you can you can pretty I'm pretty good at that. Um, Character judging thing and think, yeah, you know what? We're going to. Well, you're it. not a very good not character because you? you hired me. You? Yeah. That's all right. I mean, we have one mishap. <laughs> I mean, you, you always yeah, got 90%. one on staff. You're <laughs> just yeah, kind of waiting around. Uh, he'll be gone soon. And for the, and for some of those people that <laughs> might be listening and say, oh, I don't know all this crazy stuff about beer because mm-hmm. it is crazy, you know, and it, mm-hmm. there's so much. But hey, be willing to learn mm-hmm. and be open to different styles and. Be that person that likes to communicate with likes to talk to people.
0: I, I I would say it's it's a lot about being the person that you would want to see behind the bar. That's a yeah.
1: that's a good point. Yeah. I think that's very mm-hmm. good. You walk into a place and what do you want to see? Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I think the other thing is there's uh, something to be said about um, being the person that is uh, wants to volunteer to wash the dishes, not because the cougar is coming in, that's coming after you, but <laughs> because you want to help out the bar. It's that intrinsic, like, no, I'll you know be the the first person to go. Let me help out. Let me go do this. Right. Let me you know.
1: Yeah. Let me do that. What can I do? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Not the not the. Uh,
1: Just pour beer and leave. Yeah. Yeah, you but don't the, want that person.
0: No, you don't. You don't want some. You don't also don't want someone that's in it for the free beer. You right. know, because that's that's never really a guarantee for no. one. And if you're doing it for the free beer, then you are not working in the right industry. Right. Like that's not. In yeah. our
1: our place specifically, we're a family business. I mean, like mm-hmm. I said, I have I've had four kids work through here, mm-hmm. and some of them hoping to work here in the future. <laughs> gotcha. But I mean, we're a family owned place. Um, we we treat it like that. And we just hope that new employees look at it and want to be part of that family, you know, yeah. and want to join in because we're all we all look at it together mm. as one big group trying to make this a, a better establishment.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, I think it's also tough when uh, you have and I'm sure you guys have had this where you've had people say, oh, I'd love to work here. And you're like, look, man, we're small. Word, yeah, yeah, and that's tough because you see people that would be perfect for the place, but also it's just not time, right? You know, um, and that's when it comes into like that perseverance of like, okay, if you really want to work beer, you might have to drive a while, you might have to look for that one spot that's out in the middle of nowhere, probably not the place that you want, maybe not even first, second, third choice, but (coughs) is that foot in the door to getting behind the bar,
2: yeah, because you never know, it could be Mm -hmm. you're slinging beer here at a craft place, and then all of a sudden. You see opening pop up for a brewery looking for a rep. And that happened here.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hannah so. Riggert worked here. Hannah was great, man. She worked here for a couple years and then she, she got a job at a brewery. That's no, cool. After that, because she, she was really into the beers mm. and into the styles. I mean, she was really into it. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Very nice. So, cheers, Hannah. Cheers, Hannah. Well, Okay, guys. Um, I think we're gonna we're gonna kind of call this. I'm lo- I love. I've loved this conversation. It was such a good time. Thank you so much for hosting me. Uh, thank you for letting me be on the. Uh, I want to say your your little live feed this morning. Do you have a name for the show? Is it uh, what's on tap? What's on what's tap? What's on tap? Show. What's Live. Yeah.
2: And okay. If you're watching watching it live, it's there's no script. There's nothing. We just have a list. So if you want
0: to see this, so if, if you want to see this mo- this this morning's recording, it's the <laughs> February 9th yeah. recording. Um, I'm in the yellow shirt in the back, uh, and uh, yeah, it was just a fun time to be on and hang out with. this heart shaped pizza. I mean, because we're right next to nice, Valentine's awesome. Day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I always like to dedicate the last part of the show to uh, the guests and anything that they want to uh, put out there onto the internet. Anything you want to publicize? I'm guessing there's a spot that you really want to promote. Um, but uh if there's anything else that you guys are excited about, um I can't guarantee that this is gonna air next week. It's not gonna air next week, but anything that you're like, hey, I would love for it. Next- yeah, <laughs> no, it's <is> not happening. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, hey, all, all I would add to all
1: this is that it's been fun. Thank you for inviting us to do this. It's awesome. Um, I appreciate you coming out. It's it's been fun. Um, and what I, what can I say to everybody is that hey, we have a lot of events in in store. Ugh. You got a big Mardi Gras. Um the Block town.
2: Party.
1: Yeah, Mardi Gras block party. Mm-hmm. Uh we have stuff coming up in the summer and and please you gotta check out the little Elm area. If not for us, for all the different things that are I mean we have beautiful beach right mm-hmm. on the lake. Um there's r- kayak rentals places all around. You, Boats. I mean there's if lots of boat, food places boat, out. boat mm-hmm. dock right here. It's a fun place to be. So come out Join in on the phone and, and come see us when you get a chance.
0: What's the best handles on uh, all the social medias and all that?
1: I think it's uh, probably the lakefront at Little Elm. I the think lake that's, the, at Little that's Elm. the main one. Lake and then what at about Little Elm. your... your and we're littleelmcrafthouse.com. littleelmcrafthouse.com. Yes, but we're on, we're on Instagram. on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, at lecrafthouse. Uh, lecrafthouse. lecrafthouse, yeah.
2: What's that? That one's um. That one's for Instagram, right? Yeah, that's uh, for Instagram, yeah. Yeah,
0: But we're, from uh, all on
2: Twitter. we're on Facebook, Twitter. Gotcha. All, all the above.
0: Gotcha. And on Digital Poor as well. Yeah. And Digital you can Pour. find them on Digital Poor just by searching. Love Digital Poor. Yeah. Yeah, it's great yeah.
2: because you can see what we have. Even if yeah. you're 100 miles away, you just type us in and I'm going to be out in that area. And you guys
0: do growler fills here. I didn't see. Do you guys do growler fills here? We no crawlers, no Crowlers. No We do the, the growlers. growlers. Yeah, growlers, okay. sorry. Gotcha. Are, are Crowlers in the works, or are you... you we're looking at that. Yeah, okay. that's in the works. They're, they're a whole other beast. Summer, I know they, they are. They are. Yeah. It's funny. When we initially
1: opened, mm-hmm. uh, we were going to get in on that. And you, if you remember, oh, only Oscar Blues and I, Dixie, Dixie Canning did the growlers. Yeah, I believe I was... And then they got was, outlawed yeah. shortly after that.
0: I believe I was at... I think I was... Either at or working at uh, what's it called? Uh, taps and caps when the famous like taking. Oh yes. of the, they the, took the back. The. Yeah, um, yeah, that was not fun.
1: So and, they, and plus they were very expensive. They were I think around seven thousand dollars to get. They're a started. Bit, yeah, now they're a lot less, and there's yeah. more companies involved in that. So yeah, we are looking at, at that now as an option, especially. For the summer, yeah,
0: especially I mean, for the boats that yeah, coming for through. the boats and the beach. Well, yeah, because I here. mean, especially if I mean, uh, I mean, I, I, you guys got a lot of really fun, cool gra- uh, glass crowl growlers over there, but especially beaches, boats, and yeah. things like that. And Aluminum cans, cans are kind of yeah. nicer to have around. Yeah, yeah. yeah All right, you can mix and match. That's the cool yeah. part. Yeah, it too. that what is size, fun.
1: What size of growlers you want? If you have like some 16s people sixteen or sixteen right I think? like
0: having the option yes. because I, as much as I like my sixteens. There are times where I'm like going to a party, and I know like, hey, okay, let me preface that going to a party, hanging out at somebody else's house where like more than one or two people will be there because I don't do parties. But a place, you know, having 32 ounces is kind of fun. But if I'm buying, I'm almost exclusively buying 16s. 16s, okay. Because I Duly like Duly noted. Yeah, Duly yeah. noted. Yeah, I like my 16s because then it's not a such commitment uh, to right. one beer. Right. Yeah. And
2: that's the whole point. You you might have a. Bunch of people on the boat, and you're like, "Well, I know this guy likes IPAs. I know this guy likes stouts." See, I need
0: to hang around you more because you started off with people on the boat. Yeah. I mean, right. not yeah. hang out oh, on I'm the sorry. boat. Yeah. He's, yeah. yeah, the boat life. Yeah, I do. I do not have boat or boat life. Well, you, we're gonna have yeah. to come have you come out with the wife and oh, the man. kids. Oh man, oh my wife. I, I she. I know she's not gonna listen to this, but she gets so seasick. She is.
2: Uh, no worries. What we what we'll do is we'll we'll put you on the boat. And then we'll go right to the beach. See, Germanine and what I'm right, yeah. and have some, some uh, beverages, and right, that's I'm it.
0: down for that. All right, guys. Thank you so much for hosting me. I really appreciate you. you, too. It has been a blast. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers It's buddy. been a great time. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you. It's
2: been much. fun. Cheers. Cheers.